All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to a brand new episode of SCAR. And SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption with Dustin Rivenbark. Before we get too deep into today, and I'm super excited about our podcast today, before we get in too deep, I want to give you kind of the intent of the podcast, kind of the why are we here, so to speak. And we're here to work out all of our trials, our hardships, our tribulations, all of those things. We want to work those out in such a way that we can begin to see uh, God's plan and the purpose that he has for our lives. So without further ado, I want you guys to understand that we all have stuff. We all have issues. So you may be thinking, why me? Like, why do I need to listen to Scar? And the truth is, we all have stuff. We all have issues that can cloud our minds and even over time change the trajectory of our lives. Now, with that being said, I want to welcome you a great guest, one of my fan favorites, Miss Amy Rivenbart. Hey guys, it's so good to be here again. Ah, that's right. So Amy is Scar's first returning guest. How about that? Yeah, we're excited to have you once again, Amy. So how have you been doing through COVID? Uh, I've been doing pretty good. Just, uh, I think, having time to actually not have anything to do and... Um, it's kind of been a, a good thing and a bad thing, um, but being able to, to relax and just rest, just be for a moment. Um, while saying that, I think it is time to, to get going now. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. It, it, it is time, but the time that we've had is really, really good and, and really kind of, I don't want to... I don't want to take the seriousness out of it. You know, COVID has really caused and wreaked havoc in a lot of people's lives. Um, it's lost jobs. People have lost family members, all of that kind of stuff. But for us personally, I have to say it has been a bit of a blessing. Right. I agree. And, you know, definitely not to take away the seriousness um, because there's a lot of people that have really struggled with this. Um, but for us, we have we have tried to shift our perspective and say, okay, what are you doing in this, God? Like, how can we see the hand of God even in the chaos? Even in a pandemic. Even like, in a pandemic, God is there. Like, that's crazy to think. We we are kind of, well, we're still in the middle of, but we're kind of on the other side of an unknown, of a pandemic. I say we're on the other side. People are starting to uh, sort of open up again. We're kind of waiting to see how all of this plays out. But in a lot of ways, it kind of resets um, your mindset. It kind of resets society in a such a way that it almost puts us all on equal playing ground. Yeah, and it, it definitely, uh, if you ever thought, hey, I was in control before or I had this plan, uh, it lets the whole world know that, hey, just because you have a plan doesn't mean it's going to go according to that plan. And and that's okay. Like, it is scary. That unknown is scary. But being able to say, I don't know the plan. I don't. I, I don't. There are a lot of unknowns still, even with this pandemic. But I know who has the plan. It's God. 
and I can fully rely and trust on him for my next steps. So I can already tell this is going to be good here. We're we're not just talking about this pandemic, guys. This goes for life. Like we we often plan, we often think that we have things figured out. Or we lay out our 5, 10, 20 year plan for life and and for our kids and where we see our kids but then maybe one of our kids gets really really sick and uh, maybe things don't go as planned in life and we find ourselves in this anxious state and I think that's where a lot of us uh, as Americans as human beings on planet earth through all of this pandemic we have found ourselves in the last couple of months is in a state of anxiety. Yeah, and I just for me personally, I am a planner. I like to have a A, B, and C. This is my schedule. This is my day. This is my week. So not having that plan or or now that plan has just completely gone out the window. And, and we've had a lot of things in our life that have, have been just, all right, we plan this. Well, new plan, you know, uh, plans off course. And, and being able to say, okay, what do I do now? What do I do now in that moment? And um, being able to just let go of that control because the more that that I push and the more that I try to take that control back, the harder it is for God really to do what he's trying to do in, in my life. You know, I felt it. I felt it strange to try to sell during the pandemic to try to maybe sell my book uh, maybe try to sell my services, maybe try to sell anything because I knew the hardships of the pandemic and I knew what people were going through. So I wanted to be very mindful and considerate of that. Um, now that we're kind of getting on the other side of this thing and things are opening back up and things are um, uh, starting to move, the economy needle is starting to move again. I wanted to dive back into what I was uh, sort of originally doing um, before COVID really hit. And that was going through my book, Courage and Redemption. If you have not purchased a copy of uh, Courage and Redemption, please go and do that now. Uh, you can find that on iUniverse. Uh, reach out to me through DM on Instagram private message on Facebook, text me, call me, I don't care, email me, and I'll make sure you get that link to purchase this book. Um, We've already been able to discuss a couple of the six key battle principles from the story of Joshua that this book sort of lays the roadmap for sort of lays the groundwork for turning tragedy into triumph, to turn defeat into victory. And we we have already established the first two principles, which is preparation and obtaining spies. And by that, I mean preparation is the very first battle principle that I think everyone needs to sort of um, begin to prepare and begin to um, uh, make sure that the next phase or the next step or the next journey of life is well prepared for by that that may be counseling to overcome a lifetime of abuse that may be studying scripture um, to really hear from God that may be much prayer um, talking to the right people the next thing is obtaining spies and this kind of goes hand in hand Joshua 
sent two spies into the land of Canaan, and we under we un, we uncovered that Joshua sent two spies, and he himself was one of two spies out of twelve that Moses had originally sent into the promised land to to investigate and come back, and only two came back with a message of hope, one being Joshua. And through that, I really believe in my heart that Joshua learned the valuable concept of having quality people in your life over the quantity of people in your life. And so the third concept is crossing the Jordan. Guys, this one is the big one, all right? So Joshua had prepared his people. He had obtained the right people to give him that push, to give him that nudge, and then finally they had to cross the Jordan. He said, for within three days we will move, all right? So there was a period of sitting. Uh, Amy, you got something? Yeah, I just want to say that, um, you know, this is more than just a book. This is um, this is something that you can use multiple times through different situations in your life. Um, you know, we I, I've used it, uh, we have as a family when, when we had a bunch of losses in our life. Um, we've had some recent events that have taken place that we have used it. And again, even coming out of this pandemic while you were talking, Dustin, I thought, you know, during this pandemic, we've had a moment to sit back and prepare. Okay, we've had mm. this time. Mm. God has has shut down everything, or not God, but you know, God has allowed this to happen. Mm. And so here we are. We've been in a preparation phase. And then in this, we've had time to think, okay, who are my people? Who am I leaning on? Who is God placed in my life? And we have we have done that. As a family, we have done that. And then now here we are today. We're, we're not quite out of the pandemic, but we're crossing the Jordan. And it's in, in this pandemic that we can use these principles. So I just want you to realize, like, I really encourage you guys to get the book and be able to use it because it's not a one-time read, one and done. It is something that you can use over and over and over again. Look at you, girl. You're going to take my job. That's what I'm talking about. So preparation Obtaining spies, guys, that is that is key to uh, to be able to move into this next phase. And the third key battle principle, crossing the Jordan. At some point, you have to get moving. So Joshua, uh, the Lord told Joshua, have the priests go ahead. They stepped into the water. All of a sudden, it cut off the flood. There's a, there's a river. The river of Jordan is flowing. And these people, I'm sure, are wondering, how on earth are we going to get across this river? But at some point, Joshua had to trust that God had a plan. And he had them step into the water, and then the water completely started to, to be cut off from flowing into the Dead Sea. And, it, and, and the water flows and builds a wall on one side of them and completely allows them to cross on dry land. Just this morning, I had a very good meeting with some friends of mine uh, in Georgia who are planning on doing some really big things. Uh, they have some really big things coming. And so I'm, I'm super excited to be sitting down and in this meeting and hearing what all is happening. And he looks over and he says, Dustin, 
He said, this goes back to your key battle principles. Hence, he had read my book. How awesome was that? And he said, this goes back to your key battle principles. He said, we are in a position where we are ready to cross the Jordan. And guys, it's so cool and it's so convenient that that we are now ready on this podcast to talk about crossing the Jordan. Many of you have it on your heart to do something. Many of you have it on your heart um, that you need a job. Uh, some of you think you need a new job. Some of you want to write a book. Some of you want to start uh, to learn how to become an artist of some sort. Uh, many of you want to uh, get better at cooking. Some of you want to get married. Um, there's so many different things that we could be facing at this time. Uh, financial difficulty. Um, all of these different areas and avenue where we just need to cross the Jordan. Okay. But with that creates tremendous anxiety. Now, when I look back at my preparation phase, guys, that's one of the scariest phases is to realize you're in a situation that you need to prepare for. Okay? But here's the thing. We're always in that season. Even when I've prepared for this, I know that's coming. Even when I do this... I know I've got to watch out for that. And so we're always in some form of preparation phase. That's why I love these key battle principles is that they all kind of lay on top of each other. And obtaining spies, having those people that don't just tell you what you want to hear, but tell you what you need to hear in order to get you to your calling, to your purpose, which we understand calling now to be where God has placed us for impact. And we are thankful through obedience. What is that what is that one thing guys what is that one thing that God is calling you to do when you when you lay down at night it's that thing that you that you hear that thing that you see when you first wake up that feeling in your bones I know this is going to sound crazy but um we just watched Frozen 2 uh the other night <laughs> and uh and there was this thing going on inside of Elsa that nobody else could hear, all right? And it was basically a calling from the wilderness. I'm not going to make the... <laughs> I forget the noise that it was. That wasn't it. That wasn't it at all. But there was this deep calling from the wilderness that wouldn't allow her to sleep. It wouldn't allow her to focus she would be in the middle of an activity and completely lose it when she heard that calling come to her. And she could not be satisfied with her life until she went after this calling. She knew her life had a deeper purpose. She knew her life had a meaning of some sort, and she couldn't put her finger on it until she went out on this adventure, and she went to cross that Jordan and find her purpose, and so many of us are sitting right there, right now, in this moment, not sure of what to do next. And so I want to encourage you guys to take that step, to step out in faith and be the first one to step your ankle in that water to step to step ankle deep in into that water and just say you know what god i don't know what you're doing here in this pandemic i don't know what's going on but i'm gonna go for it 
I'm going to cross the Jordan with your help and make it to the promised land, which is all that God has for you. But you may be you may be thinking, okay, but but how do I know what that looks like? How do I know if I'm walking in the direction anyway? I can't physically see that river. I don't really literally know what that looks like for me. I want to tell you that by preparation, through Bible study, through serious meditation and prayer with, with, with God and, and really getting to know His voice and really getting to trust His Word and surrounding yourself with powerful, powerful people for you, this starts to gain traction. This sort of gains momentum for you to know that you're heading towards your Jordan. People will show you the obstacle that you need to overcome, that you need to face, that you need to get on board right now. That Jordan is your obstacle. And here's something that I wrote in my book, um, chapter four of uh, Courage and Redemption. And I wrote this about traction. And I mentioned this before on, on my podcast, but I just think it's so, so pivotal and monumental. When you have started the preparation process, when you have purged people that don't need to be in your life and surrounded yourself with powerful, life-giving people around you, you start gaining traction. And here's what I wrote on page 41. I need you to understand that gaining traction is a fantastic rear-view mirror for seeing how far God has brought you. I want to encourage you to to not only live by these six key battle principles, but pull them up, put them up, put them up somewhere where you can see them, somewhere where you can remember them, think about them, and all of those type things, and, and, and routinely evaluate where you are in this process, because you are going to find yourself in different areas of this throughout your entire lifetime. And, you know, I think it's just one of those where uh, seeing how far God has brought you and and even just remembering his faithfulness in things that have happened in the past and whether it's in your own life or somebody else's, that God has moved in powerful ways and and rehearse that. Go back over that, especially in moments where where it is hard and you're feeling beaten down remember God's faithfulness. And even like yesterday, there was a beautiful rainbow. A lot of people posted about it. It was it was just a huge, very vivid rainbow. And it's one of my favorite things because it is, it is God's faithfulness and it's his visible promise um, that we can see because sometimes it's like, okay, well, this is the promise, but I can't see it. But that's something that you can see. And I just, I love seeing the rainbow and it's like after that storm uh you, you know the light shining it's still dark on one side but the light shines and casts that rainbow and it's just it, it is something that helps you to look back and see God's faithfulness and it carries you through absolutely in in this Christian life guys in this Christian life you're either an overcomer or you are overcome mm. wow that's, that's good that's 
you're either an overcomer or you're overcome. And I just think that, guys, a lot of times we don't understand. Um, when the Bible says in Deuteronomy, God is bringing us out so that he may bring us in. What is he bringing you out of? All right, I've seen him uh, remove my career. Ten and a half years of of being in the oil field, and 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 that just gets swept right out from under me. Um, and, and going into ministry and giving my life to it for four years, my family, my entire family, and growing and developing and all of that, and coming out of of that and wondering, God. Where is this going? Where 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 is this where where is this headed? I need you to understand that God brings us out so that he can bring us in and I mean in alignment with where he needs us to go, where he wants us to go because he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And here's the beauty about God is that his word is going to come in fruition. There is a role for you to play right now in the kingdom of God. And here's the thing. If you don't play it, he'll he'll get someone else because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. His word is going to come into fruition. And, you know, when you said that about being either a victor or a victim, you know, to me, the only way you can do that is if you are fully trusting in God even when you don't see it, you know, that you are fully trusting that God does have a plan and a purpose and, and it's going to come out. Like we don't know when, we don't know how, we don't see it, but, but that's going to help push you. Either you're going to become a victor or a victim. But Amy, my background, my examples that I've seen, everything that has showed me uh, in the past and the examples that I live under have taught me anxiety and fear. What do I do about that? Well, you know, that's huge for me because um, I deal, I have dealt with anxiety and fear pretty much my whole life. Uh, I remember as a a kid um, dealing with it. And the only way to fight fear, and, and this is actually in your book, it says the only way to victory is going straight through the fear. Hold on. Say that again. The only way to victory is going straight through the fear. Mm. And in here you say, is it going to hurt? Yes. Yes, it is going to hurt. I've seen it in my own life. I've had moments of pure panic. I mean, panic attacks where I have had to look fear in the face and say, no, No. I'm not doing this because my God is greater. Mm. Now, does that mean that I'm just completely, it's like I just turned a switch and it's done? Not all the time, not all the time, but I have to keep stepping and saying, I trust you, God. I know you're in control. I'm going to keep moving forward despite how I feel. But why is it like this? Why isn't everything just handed to me? And and why does life seem like such a struggle or a battle, though? You know, I mean, first off, obviously, we, we live in a broken world and God didn't design it to be such a struggle. But when sin entered the world, that that's just kind of a byproduct is mm. that fear, that anxiety, that brokenness, that hardship. Um, but, you know, also those those battles prepare us. Those battles grow us. You see it all throughout scripture where, 
Joseph had all these hardships. Paul had all these hardships. He was wrongfully accused in prison. But God was growing him in ways that he never would have grown without those battles. He never would have grown that way. You know, what I'm hearing from you is life is an adventure. Absolutely. It is an adventure. So we can actually entertain obstacles as adventures. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it might be like a, a scary adventure. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you might not like roller coasters like you. Yeah. That that's sucks. an adventure. Yeah. I don't do that, man. That's <laughs> anytime I go upside down like that, that's a no. That's going to be a no for me, dog. And okay. so, uh, you, you so know. So you might not want to do that adventure. Right. But, but something grows out of that. Hey, I don't like roller coasters, mm-hmm. okay? For you, you But don't. I'll jump out of a but, plane. How but, crazy is that? But when, just say you do because of pure pressure from your family, you know, like when we went to Disney. Yep. It was actually, there was some thrill and you overcame that fear. You said, I'm going to be brave. And so while you might have hated it the whole time, you at least stood up to that fear yeah. and you showed that you could be brave. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, there was something gained in that. Because bravery is my middle name. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I think I think that's huge, guys. And, and I really, you know, um, looking back, I want you guys to know that, that a lot of times um, that we need to meditate on God's word and we need to know uh, that there's, that in God's word, there is direction. There is hope when we need it most. You know, I mean, a lot of times we want to live in the shallow end, and that's where we were created, and and, and uh, that's that's where we live. But never forget God's strength in the deep. In the deep end is is kind of that fear for every child. You know, every child that doesn't know how to swim they don't want to get thrown in, right? They don't want to get thrown in. I remember when my daughter was going through swimming lessons, her anxiety was so high. And she talked about uh, uh, how mean this lady is who threw her in and in the deep end and, and made her swim. But here's the deal, guys. They were always protected even when they didn't know it. They were thrown in the deep end and there was an adult there all the, every time. And there was someone there minimizing and helping uh, every time. The kid didn't know it. It felt dangerous. It felt scary. And they, they, were... they built up to it. So it wasn't just, here, we're going to throw you in, you know, uh, sink or swim. Mm-hmm. They had built up to it. Of course, she didn't see it that way. Uh, but it was a building process. Right, right. And so I think a lot of times we find ourselves in the deep end and it feels like, God, why would you just do this? How could you just do this to me? How could you just throw me in the deep end? Um, not realizing that his strength can be found in the deep too, in the uncertainty of life. In the, in the, in the, they say there's no atheist in foxholes. A foxhole is a military term where somebody has dug and, uh, and, and, and they dig down to escape bullets flying. And so they find themselves in a foxhole praying out to God, even when they don't even believe in God, just because they don't want to die in that internal that internal place in their heart. Says, God, if you really are there, get me out of this. I'll never, you know, do that again. And da-da-da-da-da. And there's, there's really no atheist in foxholes because we are hardwired to believe that God uh, is there and that, he, and that he is good. 
you know, and, and understanding that God has, has placed you somewhere right now for impact should excite you. Yeah. And sometimes that, that's, you have to change your perspective because it may not look like it to you in your current circumstance. But if you, if you align with God and say, I know you're good. I know you've called me to something and you can see him moving in your life. Maybe you can't see it. Okay. Then you're going to have to search a little bit harder, but I'm always one of those, um, you know, there is a positive. There is always something to be thankful for. There is always a blessing in any situation. You may have to, you really might have to dig deep to find it. But, but you have, sometimes you just have to shift your perspective. Okay, let me see with the eyes of God. Mm. And, and when you get to that moment, instead of trying to look at it in our humanness, and in, in this worldly perspective, we have to say, okay, I want to look at this from a heavenly perspective. God, give me your eyes to see this. Give me your heart to, to feel this. And this isn't something, guys, that we say, this isn't something that you can do overnight. This isn't something that comes uh, instantaneously or comes uh, um, uh, just just comes intuitively. This is something that you have to prepare for that you have to practice, that you have to surround yourself with life givers, uh, truth holders. You have to surround yourself with the type of people who do that as well. And it's kind of a monkey see, monkey do. Uh, you are who you hang with type mentality. And that's that's so true, guys. And, and in the end of the day, here's what I want to do. I want to use my scars to help people see the hope on the other side of their pain. Yep. That's what I want to do. That's the intention of this podcast, Scar, Seeking Courage and Redemption. We all have scars. We all have hardships. We all have pain. And at the end of the day, I want to learn how to use mine to overcome my life's obstacles and become the best version of myself, in turn, being able to use those and, and that method and that and that, that helped me to help someone else. Yep. And And go ahead. Well, I mean, because we need each other. I mean, that's the bottom line is, you you know, I don't think we just go through things to say, oh, that happened to me. It was tragic and it was horrible. But there's somebody that needs to hear what you've gone through because it may not be the exact same thing. But if you have experienced a hurt or a loss or a hardship, you and you've gotten to the other side of that, you have hope that you can restore to somebody else to say, hang in there just a little bit longer. I know you don't see it right now, but you there is another side to this thing. And I think that that is, um, you know, God wants us to do that. He wants us to share what we've been given through Christ and, and give it to others to restore hope to them. You know, I want to read just a little paragraph uh, out of out of chapter uh, four, page page forty seven, and I really I really want to read this to you because I need you to understand that this is not easy. All right, we know life is tough. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't know life was was tough. We all know that, and we all know that we're coming out of this pandemic almost on an even keel. None of us know the future. None of us know what it holds. We're all in the same storm, but 
in different boats. And so I really think that is monumental. And so I want to share this paragraph with you. Let it let it resonate in your spirit. Again, this is from my, my new book, Courage and Redemption, uh, Chapter 4, Crossing the Jordan. I'd love to tell you that all of this was really easy for me. But unfortunately, it wasn't. Just like Joshua was secret, seeking courage and redemption, so was I. I was scarred from the storms of life and was seeking courage and redemption from a broken spirit. But God placed a lion of Judah inside my heart. Jesus would walk with me through the Jordan, through the fear, every step of the way. Guys, really let that resonate. God placed the lion of Judah in my heart to overcome. He placed Jesus himself in my heart through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's just a, a, an amazing testament of love. This is my moment of grace. This is, this is my time to use what's been placed inside of me to help people overcome what's inside of them or what they're up against. Yeah, and I love how you start out with that. Like, hey, I'd like to say it was all easy. Like, we say these things um, like it's just a, uh, you know, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think this way and it's just going to transform right before my eyes. But that's not the reality. There's hard work that has to go into it. There is tears. There is pain. There is moments of falling down on your knees, not being able to do anything but scream out, help me, Jesus. Mm. Okay? So it's not something that you're just going to walk into, whatever the hardship is, um, and you're just going to be able to, oh, it's okay now because I, I just said that. Right. Um, you, you know, it's going to be, uh, you're going to come out on the other side of this thing a different person changed. Mm. You know, you're, God's going to transform you little by little, and it's going to be a process. How about this? You're going to come out on the other side changed unless you don't. Unless you don't. You can stay. You know, mm. you definitely can. That's that's a good point. And I think that goes back to the, to the victor or victim mentality of, 100%. you know, am I just going to give up? And guys, I've been in that place mm. where I've wanted to give up. I have literally said, God, I'm done. Yesterday with homeschool. Okay. I said that with homeschool. <laughs> We're at the end of trying to wrap up school. And, and I mean, uh, it's real. It's real life. And things do get hard yeah. and overwhelming. And our emotions can take us on a roller coaster like Dustin don't want to be on. You That's know, right. that, that, he doesn't like the roller coasters. But, but being able to... Um, use these principles and really prepare. If you've been preparing, then by the time you get to crossing the Jordan, when these things are coming, uh, you know, it's like putting on the, putting on the, um, the armor of the God. Armor of God. Yeah. Like you have got up, you've put on that armor, you have prepared so that when the darts come flying, you can handle them a lot better than if you didn't have that armor on. But for some of us guys, that armor could just look like putting on some clothes with a button and, and instead of our pajamas because we're so depressed that we can't get out of bed. Right. And and those are victories. Being able to say, you, you know, because I've been in those places where 
uh, Dustin has told me, you know, you got to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to get up out of the bed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the strength to do it. I didn't think. Mm. But, you know, I said, I, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try to get up. And I did those things. And little by little, over time, it, it started to change, you know. And, and I was able to... Um, overcome those little obstacles which shouldn't be big obstacles but they were for me in my pain and in my hurt what do you tell somebody that's starting a new way of thinking or 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 wanting to change or looking to start a new business to 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 do a new ministry um, or just looking to do what they do better but they feel anxious they feel that anxiety they feel that spirit of fear. They feel that that heart of um, I'm not good enough, or or that's for those people. Those people succeed at that, not me. Uh, you know, I would say that you've got to one hundred percent say I'm done with that that stinking thinking, mm-hmm. and I'm going to start a new pattern right here, right now, knowing that I do have the choice of what what I'm thinking. Okay, say something comes in your mind. Yeah, but that's them. They, they had a better upbringing, or they've got more, more financial support, and they're able to do it. You know, you've got to immediately turn that off and say, no, God has given me this. He's gifted me with this and I am going to let him use it. I'm going to pray, trusting that he's going to open up those doors. And even when you say, okay, you're walking along and and an obstacle comes up. Okay, well, I've got to get back in that mindset. I've got to get back down on my knees. I've got to say, God, I can't do this without you. I'm, I, you know, you're leading me and, and I feel like there is a roadblock right now mm. and just being able to trust that he is working things out. And that roadblock is your Jordan. That roadblock is your Jordan. And you've got to say, am I going to push through or am I just going to give up because it got hard? Another thing I didn't think about is jumping right into crossing the Jordan. You guys may be new listeners, you may have no daggum clue what I'm talking about. I want to encourage you to read um, the book of Joshua uh, out of out of the Bible. It is a powerful, powerful. Um, it is a powerful book. It's a powerful roadmap for life. It has taught me so much about a true warrior spirit. I'm talking about a win some, lose some, but you keep fighting. You keep pushing because you have an inheritance to claim. You have a legacy to live. You have a family to lead. You know, you have a direction in life. God has called you to go. So I really want to encourage you to jump on the Joshua train with me and just and just read it. Just sit down and read the book of Joshua. I think God's going to tell you a lot um, about about just the warrior spirit, about um, how to rely on him, how to trust him, what it looked like for Joshua when he stopped trusting in him and then lost the battle at Ai, then he then they 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 trusted God and and believed his promises, then they went back and defeated him. Uh, it's just it is an amazing amazing story. Yeah, and you know just just know it's okay if you read Joshua. It's okay to be scared. Joshua was obviously scared because it said, be strong and courageous multiple times over and over. So 
It's okay to be scared, but you have to move forward in that fear. Keep one foot in front of the other. Keep moving forward. You know, and with that, I want to, I could keep going, guys. I could literally uh, sit here all day and and talk about Joshua and, and talk about the trials and the hardships that you're going to face. Uh, talk about, you know, leadership principles and all of that. But it all boils down to this one thing. Who are you becoming? Who you are is one thing. But who are you becoming? John Maxwell said that is one of the most important questions a man or a woman could ever ask themselves. Today I want to ask you, in the words of John Maxwell, who are you becoming? Maybe maybe this is somebody that you can be proud of, you know? Maybe this is somebody, you know, that that your grandkids will 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 really learn from and look up to. Maybe this is somebody that don't have it all figured out yet. Join the club, same here. You know, maybe maybe it's somebody that's going to make a lot of mistakes. How about this? You are somebody who's going to make a lot of mistakes. And so am I. But at the end of the day, I want people to say, that man trusted God. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, that man trusted God. If I know anything about Dustin, it's that he wasn't afraid. But in the inside, yes, I was. But I showed no fear because I relied on God. So I want to encourage you guys with that anxiety, um, fear, all of that is not from God. It is a normal part of being in a fallen world. There is good fear out there. The whole fight or flight. If I see a snake, I'm dipping out because I don't want to get bit in the mm-hmm. face. You know, so it's like, you know, um, it's one of those um, recognizing the difference between good fear and sinful fear, bad fear. Uh, and 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 knowing that God is there. He is strongest when you're at your weakness. You know, sometimes... It's like Amy said, sometimes, you know, all you have is what you have right now, and that's a victory. All you have is this moment. All you have is today. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Boom, just Mm, went deep with some elementary slogans. (laughs) So uh, today is the first day of the rest of your life. So, uh, I just also, in saying all that, this is, uh, as we were talking, this verse kind of hit me. I mean, we've we've heard it, most of us. um, But in Philippians 4, um, it says, 4.11, I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. 
And I think that that kind of sums up, like, you, you know, crossing that Jordan that you, you have what you need because you have God. He is your strength. He's going to be the one that, that pulls you through to the other side of that Jordan. So that could be a life verse for, hey, I'm crossing the Jordan and uh, I've seen I've seen God move in my in my past and so I know that he's got me. Mm. He's got me and he's going to pull me through to the other side. So I'm going to fully rely and trust I can do everything through God who gives me strength. I may have found my new co-host, guys. Hit me up. Go. Let me Boom. know. Boom. Let me know what you think. Uh, with that, guys, I want to kind of bring us to a close. I want you guys to know um, that we are here for you. We are praying for you. Um, you are, and I mean you specifically, with this in your ears, listening to this, however, whether it's via radio, phone, computer, I don't care. Uh, I have you in mind when I created Scar. And so I want you to know this life is not easy, um, but together we can overcome. Together we can do this. Together through God's power, He will be glorified. Guys, I want to encourage you to go and purchase courage and redemption. Tell your friends Tell your family they need this book just this morning in a big meeting um, from a, a, uh, a very big deal, big program going on in uh, Georgia. I want you guys to know that these principles stand the test of time. Um, and I learned them straight from Joshua. Dive into the Bible. Uh, six key battle principles. Get it today. I universe. Amazon, DM me, whatever. I don't care. I'll bring you a copy. How about that? I'll mail you one. Uh, so with that being said, guys, thank you for another great episode of Scar. And I will see you in the next couple of days.